Whitney Mullins, and today I'm going to be talking to you about Hurricane Michael. If you're not familiar, it was a Category 5 hurricane that made landfall on October 10th, 2018. I myself was actually here when it hit. It hit and the eye went directly over where I was staying, so I thought that this would be a good piece to talk about, especially because I am a state employee and I work for the Department of Health, and within the Department of Health, we all have roles that we have to play in emergency response. Even though I came on board with the health department in like early 2019, one of my co-workers who is actually the planning consultant, he... He is the Public Health Preparedness, Disaster Preparedness, and Emergency Planner for Bay County, and his name is Adam. Adam was kind enough to sit down with me and let me ask some questions, and even though I couldn't like record him because of time constraints, we did get to have a conversation, and he got to answer quite a few questions, so I'm going to go over kind of just what was asked and what his responses were, and how it pertains to the specific management phase response. One of the very first things I did when I started to plan this assignment was to go online and do a little bit of research. And I had read online that there was a saying in emergency management that the first 24 hours of a disaster are the only hours. I asked Adam if he thought this was true and if he disagreed to please explain And he did disagree. Adam said that from a preparedness standpoint, the first 24 hours may be an antiquated notion of the phrase emergency managers often use that the first 72 is on you. It's just a catchy way of educating people that for the first 72 hours or three days after disaster, you should be self-sufficient. You need to have a sufficient supply of food, water, and other emergency essentials. An example, medications, pet supplies, shelter, comfort, and communications. Relying on outside help during the disaster, um, it could come from local, state, and federal resources, but it takes time to deploy those, and recovery is a process. More recently, experts are encouraging people to increase the time from 72 hours to 7 days. So pertaining to Hurricane Michael, I asked Adam what did the response look like. And he said during Hurricane Michael and for the eight months following, he was the interim director of emergency management in Calhoun County. In his capacity as such, his response took on a very complex role. As with all emergencies, the first priority is always life safety. The second is the stabilization of the incident. So shelter operations, issuing evacuation notices, and establishing communications were among the top response actions. Establishing communication between county and state paved the way for requesting additional resources to aid in the long-term recovery efforts. During the response phase of the storm, I asked Adam, how did the public react? What mistakes were made? What were the good choices civilians made? And he said that, unfortunately, a culture of complacency and prior experiences with lesser impact events influenced many who might have evacuated to remain. He said he often heard phrases such as, we're far enough inland that it'll die down, or it's just a insert storm category here. And for those who are not familiar um, or maybe weren't here, 
I remember the day before the storm, I was told that it was going to be a three. And the news said it's just going to be a three, but it could have potential to be a four. I remember late that night or early the morning of, they said it's going to be a category four. And then it wasn't actually until months after Hurricane Michael had come and gone that we learned that it was truly a category five. Um, but Adam said, fortunately, the self-reliant nature and kindness of the country living folk around here made for quick work, clearing many impassable roads. N neighbor helping neighbor was and is second nature throughout the community. And I saw this firsthand as well when there were power lines and things um, just in the roadways and there was flooding. It was the, like local people who had tractors pulling out their old John Deere and getting in the road and clearing it up and I was also eight months pregnant and had a little boy and somebody had saw me one day outside two days after the storm and on the third day they came by and brought me liquid formula that is not cheap and people were coming from Crestview to bring us gas for the generator and it so I can attest to that that also the people who have like boots on the ground are also our neighbors and they are also ones who are able to help. And I think a lot of people might not think about that, but I feel like in times of crisis, we all come together. And at the end of the day, it's all about helping each other. Adam also stated that he wanted to say that your safety and well-being in an emergency depends on how prepared you are and on how you respond to a crisis. By being able to act responsibly and safely, you will be able to protect yourself, your family, and others around you. He said that things he learned was that he doesn't need to know everything. He just needs to know where to find it. And I don't know is an acceptable answer. Only if it, only if it is followed up with, I will find out and get back to you. Which I think is really smart is, like we've kind of said over the course of this course, is that the human error plays a large role. And so by people not evacuating or people not preparing, it did cause a bigger issue. And for the people who were learning as leaders, they had to find new ways to cope and new ways to solve these issues and so it's happening while the storm is actually happening so during the response phase you have people who have never faced this before and are have Floridians who are used to hurricanes being nothing to having one that was absolutely devastating and while it's going on a lot of the times we don't know what's going on in our houses but there are people already putting actions in place and that's why I'm thankful for people like Adam and for these newscasters and for the emergency planners and officials to be able to offer resources and be able to help guide us for in the future for long-term things for mitigation so very very thankful for Adam for giving us his time today once again, thank you for listening. My name is Whitney Mullins, and this has been a podcast on Hurricane Michael and more specifically the response phase. <laughs>